Here we are, Dan. Uh, my name <laughs> is Ellen Douse, and I'm sitting here with Dan, and we are going to be talking about um, uh, an initiative that we are doing, but I think it might be useful for uh, you to go ahead and introduce yourself, Dan. So my name is Dan Legue, um, and I'm a yoga teacher, as well as a bunch of other things, but um, yoga is where my most of my heart is, most of my heart. And I think it's, uh, I've had some experiences and met some people who I was witness to some experiences where I literally watched their life change. So I know what it is able to do when you step into it and you step up. But, um, and there are tens of thousands of other people who just do it for exercise, and that's a wonderful thing, too. So I think that's probably whatever people are going to get for out of it, that's what they're going to get. You just want to offer it. Beautiful. Yes. I, I found yoga um, back in 2014. It was after I lost a close family relation, and it was um, a way for me to essentially um, touch base with myself, I think. And it's taken quite a few years to navigate. Like there's a different, I think yoga offers a lot of different tools for you, regardless of what you're looking for. If you're looking to get kind of um, amped up, get some energy out, it can offer that. If you're looking to get grounded, it can offer that. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty beautiful in that sense. And I think, um, so how I met you, Dan, was you were doing free yoga classes outside at City Hall last summer. Right. And I thought, this is so cool. What a cool community event. Yoga outside. Um, and you were so accessible and welcoming. And um, when I saw uh, In Town Fitchburg calling out for different sorts of grants um, to essentially do some placekeeping, creative projects, mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be so interesting to connect with you and see if we could do some more yoga classes throughout Fitchburg. You connected at a right time because I looked at that grant offer a couple weeks prior to your email to me, and um, I looked at it, and I said, this just looks amazing, but I don't want to do it by myself. And being newer to the city prior, pre-COVID, basically, um, I moved here for I was here for a few months, and then we got locked down. So I don't really know as many people as I would like. I'm not as involved in the community as I'd like to be. So this was a way for me to think about getting out there a little more. Um, you know, and everybody has their lives, and it's it's tough. And, you know, COVID did a job on everybody's psyche. Um you know, in, in different ways. So it's, it's, you know, trying to come out of that. I think a lot of us are still in a daze. Um, you know, so this, I think, will be a great opportunity for, for us to get out there and meet people, for them to meet us, hopefully get some other teachers involved. Um, you know, this isn't just the goal of this. At least my intention wasn't to... Um, you know, hog it all kind of thing, you know, like this is going to be our studio or whatever. Um, you know, this is, this is a community project and it's a way to bring the community to yoga, particularly people who 
you know, yoga is not accessible to everybody. Um, especially around here, I found there aren't that many studios. Um, you know, and if, if you don't have a car, you know, one might be eight miles away, but eight miles is a long way to walk or take the bus, you know. And one thing I've learned is, is it's very expensive to be poor. It's very expensive in time and everything. And not that, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. It's, mm -hmm. it's more of just a compassionate. I remember when I didn't have $15 to go to a yoga class. Yep. And it was a time when I needed it the most. Um, so this is a way to get everybody everybody able to try it and see. You hit on a couple different things that I want to uh, bring up again. And I, I should back up and say the idea behind this initiative, the Fitchburg Wellness Initiative, is to offer free, at this point, yoga classes mm -hmm. throughout the city of Fitchburg in different locations um, throughout, throughout the summer and into the fall. And you had mentioned a little bit of why we would even think about doing this. You talked about COVID mm -hmm. and the mental health. Um, and we're coming out of COVID, but just because we're coming out of it doesn't mean that people aren't suffering mentally. That was a huge transition. Absolutely. Everybody had to go through. And I think that no matter who you are, what stage of life you're in, there has to be some repercussions of that. I, I just, I'm, I'm, you observe it around you too. People are sort of suffering a little bit, mm -hmm. or a lot of it. I mean, and and some of it might not even be suffering. It's just things have changed. You know, I, I mean, I I completely changed. I I went from being extroverted and outgoing and to wanting to be in my apartment and rarely leaving. Um, and I'm perfectly happy that way. Um, you know, I don't have my cave in the Himalayas right now, but I've got my apartment on Main Street, so. They can do the same thing. <laughs> but that also isn't good for me, you know, because you, when you don't have a reflection to bounce off of, you don't realize your your own sort of quirks that you fall into. <laughs> Seriously. Absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think part of it is the, the idea that we all have become a bit more isolated mm -hmm. and having these events that are focused around some sort of movement activity in community, yeah. I think is very helpful for getting out of the isolation because we are still in that mode. At least right. I, I even feel that too a little yeah. bit. At least and you have a husband and, and daughter to, to at least distract. Yeah. I've just got my own head, you know. <laughs> I had a fish that I used to talk to, and I got nervous when it started talking back, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you aren't alone, and no. uh, I think that's part of part of this initiative that we're trying to do is not only you know gather any yoga instructors, wellness instructors in in the community to to take part, but also uh, just bring community together and touch base with each other. Absolutely. And it, especially where, where we're in a place in this world right now where it, it's, it's black and white. It's us and them. It's, it's 
you know, division. And I'm, I'm so not about that. I don't, I don't care what, when, when we come to our mat, we have our space, we come together in commonality, whatever that commonality is. It, it might just be that we both got up at the same time that day. You know, who knows? It doesn't matter. But if we can meet each other at that point and realize that we do have commonality and that it's not this, this ridiculousness of, of whatever is read on Facebook this morning, um, you know, turn it off. Turn it off and, you know, we're going to try and, and, you know, get out to some of the parks in the area. Um, one of the complaints I heard during the, the block party last summer was that, you know, the focus was downtown. You know, and it's a valid complaint. But at the same time, if we're going to go out there and, you know, have the time and the willingness and, you know, all the proactive things we need to get done before we can even set up to go to a park and teach yoga with the permits and everything else with the city. You know, there, there's a lot involved. There's been a lot involved with this, this program, and it, it's something that we want to keep going, too. So we're willing to be there. Mm-hmm. So now we got to get community engaged and, you know, just meet us halfway. Yeah, that's part of the reason that we're sitting down here doing this podcast is yeah. sort of to outreach and right. let people know what's happening. Um, and I just wanted to touch base on one thing you said around uh, divisiveness. Yeah. And I think your background is really interesting where you're, you're, you're a veteran and you're also a yoga practitioner, mm-hmm. which those two things don't always go together. And I took yoga when I was in the Army back in the 90s. I, I started yoga when I was in about 1986. Okay. Right here in Fitchburg at a little shop called Joya's Bookshop, a little metaphysical store. Um, yeah, I was in high school, and, and I, I was always a weird kind of kid. I was always reading, you know, about different places because I, I just couldn't imagine staying here forever. Um, <laughs> and I didn't do well in high school, so I didn't have the grades to get a scholarship, and we didn't have a lot of money, so I went in the Army. I'd yeah. get college money that way. And um, even then, I felt like I lived, I had like my army life and then my spiritual life, and not realizing that they're the same thing at the time. Interesting. They are. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's path, it's a spiritual path, whether you're conscious of it or not. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no right or wrong, it's just experience. You know, and I had a great time in the military. I joined the army to get away from home, and they stationed me at Fort Devens. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I did get to travel a lot, so that was good. Yes, that was good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, we're all sort of. You ever seen those faceted, um, like the crystal that you can hang in the window, and it mm-hmm. the rainbows all over a room? Mm-hmm. I, I have a big one. I used to bring it to a circle that I go to once in a while, and, and um, they asked what it was for, and I said, because this, every one of these facets is an aspect of who we are. And to put ourselves into one single box and just 
base our identity just on that is really unfair to yourself because we, we all have so many different facets. And depending on which way the sun is shining one day to the next, which one's brighter from one day to the next. So that's how I look at it. Beautiful metaphor, Dan. Thanks. Love that. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. just to bring it back to yoga, <laughs> I think that it, there's a certain perception maybe of what you need to look like or <laughs> you need to be flexible to do yoga. And that's part of what we're trying to do is break down that perception that yoga is for anybody and everybody. Everybody. And, yes. you know, it's really just movement and breath and you don't need to be flexible. You don't need to look a certain way. If you're just looking to decompress, get grounded, move around a bit, mm -hmm. try it out. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. You know, and if you can't do the whole class or whatever, just, you know, that's okay. Or, you know, some people really like a, a, a really dynamic exercise yoga class, and you can have it, you know? Mm -hmm. we, we can definitely do those. Um, there, there are so many different styles, so many different, and they're all half the base, so it's, it's not like there's a... I don't, I don't think there's any one yoga class that is not based in the, in the traditional hatha or um, oh gosh, Ashtanga mm -hmm. is the other one. That, that one's a tough, tough class. I did one once. Yes, those are rough. Maybe <laughs> maybe in a, a different episode. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do more episodes, we can get in more depth about what those words even mean. Yeah. Um, but just to get a little logistical around, okay, so what are we offering so far? So we're pretty much in the beginning stages of planning this, this out. And um, as of right now, we do have some classes already planned for the summertime mm -hmm. um, starting in June. Have an introductory to yoga class happening at Main Street Studios, and this is a three-session class happening uh, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, and we'll have more information on that, and we'll also be doing some classes at Sima Park later in the summertime. Yep. So we'll have all this information available, and yeah. Yeah, so. and when we get our website up and and um, you know contact info available, if anybody has suggestions. You know, where would you like to see a yoga class? You know, we'd all like to just walk out our door and be able to do that. And, but I'm not going to do it on the common because that's just too noisy. It is a bit noisy. Yeah. Not a lot of privacy either. No, there's not. <laughs> but Gateway Park is a nice park. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd like to, I, I haven't been to the abolitionist park yet. And I, I recently found out about that. And I thought, what a great place to have a yoga class where, I, I mean, I never would have really considered um, why would I go there, you know? But why wouldn't I go there? Mm -hmm. that, that's an important part of history that, that this park is representing. You know, just like out front in the common, there's, there are all these war memorials, and one day I took a look at who they were for. And there was one that was actually for the, the Jewish soldiers. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I, I, all of my travels, I have never seen a memorial 
dedicated to Jewish soldiers. I've seen the World War II memorials for the Holocaust, mm -hmm. but for the for the soldiers, that that's a whole different thing. Yeah, and I, I thought, wow, you know, and that's why I think Fitchburg is really kind of a cool place. You know, there, there's so much here that's so overlooked, um, just so overlooked, and and it's a shame. And I grew up in the area too, and I know. Somebody told me five years ago I was going to live on Main Street in Fitchburg. I, would, I wouldn't have fought Lyme as hard as I did because I'd have been like, oh, no. <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> and but, here we are. And here we are. And, and, you know, I walked down here to Fitchburg Axis and, um, you know, three minutes down the street, and I love it. And after we leave here, I'm going to go across the street to the new coffee shop at yeah. Rise and Grind and have a coffee and – yeah, I mean, it's coming. It is coming, and there, there's things that are already here. I think you right. just have to be observant and open your eyes a little bit to maybe some things you hadn't seen before. Yeah, and, and find out what's going on. You know, if yeah. yoga isn't your thing, um, you know, I know someone who does, um, like, authentic movement dance mm -hmm. that she would really love to get something going. Um I taught alternate Saturdays with the woman last year. She taught Zumba and the yeah. alternate Saturdays. So, and her classes were rocking, you know? Yeah. There are a lot of people out there. So that's what we're trying to get this initiative to do. We're, we're focused on yoga right now just because that's what we do. But, you know, the goal is to get this to be a foundation that it's built on with other wellness practitioners and, you know, it, it, it's not just yoga that, that can help. They're, everybody has their thing, you know. Um, it's, it's movement that's so important right yes. now. You know, just get that body going. Cause I, and I don't do it enough. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I mean, I used to be able to bend myself into a pretzel, and, you know, now i got to stretch to touch my toes. And it's ridiculous for the first time in my life, but I'm going to be 52, so... Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, none of us are getting younger. No, it's true. <laughs> no. Yeah. And just one more plug for yoga. I do think it is a form of movement that you can, if you're doing it in a kind of skillful way, you can pretty much practice it into your older age. Uh, and it helps with mobility, yeah. uh, not just flexibility, but strength and mobility, yeah. which everyone needs right now, I mm -hmm. think, regardless of what your age is. I think it's a... Yeah. A good movement practice. And one of the known causes of, of illness is inflammation. Yeah. Um, pretty much anything in the body that is out of whack is due to inflammation of some type. Mm -hmm. And I, I pulled up some studies when I did the, um, I presented for the Veterans um, Council from Johns Hopkins and Harvard Medical um, their studies found that 12 yoga classes, um, there was a marked increase in wellness, mm -hmm. both physical and mental well-being. Mm -hmm. 12 classes. And that wasn't 12 in a row, you know, every day. That was 12 classes, 12 weeks. I asked the veterans for six. Just give me six to try, you know. Um, 12 is a lot 
especially over the summer. Um, you know, you got to take that into consideration too. So, um, yeah, you bring up a good point about that. This isn't just woo woo. It's all, it's like scientifically proven. Circulating yeah. your blood. Yeah. Reducing inflammation. It helps with arthritis. Yeah. Um, carpal tunnel. I mean, I I had a. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, in my hand. It wasn't carpal tunnel. It was in the thumb. I don't know how to say what it was, but some French thing. Um, but, um, you know, it took a long time for that to really to stop, but that was because of inflammation. It yeah. was the nerve pressing and just in my hand. And, but it limited me so much, so much. I couldn't put any weight on it, nothing. And over time, I, I was able to get it healed without surgery. Um, but it took some work too. Great. You know, and that's the thing is it, you know, there, there is no magic pill. There never will be, I don't think. Um, but I've, I've seen some magic happen with some, some breath work. And, you know, the other thing about what we call yoga here in the States is, is only one eighth or one half, really, because you do the movement, asana, and the breath work with, with pranayama, with the movement. So that's two of the eight limbs that comprise yoga. And, um, you know, something the, the, the Indians have known for 5,000 years or more, the West is just starting to understand. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, if people want to learn more about this sort of stuff, they should attend one of the free classes we have going on this Absolutely. summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And try out different teachers and see who you like. And, you know, everybody has a different style, a different flavor. Um, you know, if you think you're – like I know one, one person who – she said she loves a, a dyna more dynamic class, a, a physical exercise class. And – you know, maybe that's when you start to understand what, like, a, if, I mean, I'm not going to be doing a class like that at 730 at night because right. most people are getting ready to go to bed. But mm -hmm. so in that time frame, we do more like a yin class, you know, a restorative class where you're, you're easing into postures and maintaining that pose for a long time using props and elongating yourself and it's just nice, and then you just go home, and, and you're just ready to, to just go to bed. And yeah, it helps with sleep. Yes, yes. And I can't tell you how many people I know who have sleep apnea and, you know, hooked up to a machine all night. And, you know, how, how fun is that, you know? Sleep I mean, is essential for feeling like a human. Yes. <laughs> it's very important. Yes. So yoga can also help with sleep. Yep. Yep. And then there are meditation aspects of yoga that, you know, hopefully we get a chance to, there are a few that I learned in India that I'd like to, to share in the, in the mm -hmm. city here that totally took me off guard. You know, I, everybody thinks meditation is sitting and, you know, oming or whatever. And nope. Nope. And that's the other thing. It's not a religious practice. Yep. Though a lot of us do have a spirituality. Um, but it's not, it doesn't mean Christians can't do yoga. I had a class of Christians once, and at the end, instead of, 
I like to end it with a tone, which is usually an ohm. But in this case, I asked if they were good with it, if we could just do an amen. And it was beautiful. Um, it worked. So, you know, we're not, we're not here to convert anybody. We're not here to tell you you're wrong. None of that. It, this is all about coming together, no matter what, whatever your faith. You know, we had some Muslim folks last summer, mm-hmm. um, you, your yep. Jewish family. Yep. Um, I'm more eclectic. <laughs> um, but it's, it's all good, you know. Just, just be kind. That's all we need. Be kind. Have a sense of humor. And I think sometimes it's easier to be kind and offer more compassion if you're being kind to yourself mm-hmm. and compassionate with yourself and taking care of yourself through something like gentle movement and breathing mm-hmm. can make a bit of a difference. Maybe it's not earth shattering, but I think it can make enough difference where you maybe treat somebody with a little more leeway than you would otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of lets you step into their shoes for a moment. Instead of reacting, you take a step back, take a breath. That's how I look at yoga. It's making space where there wasn't space before. And that's done with the breath. You inhale. And that's another thing most people don't know how to breathe. They don't realize that they're not breathing appropriately. So that's another way we can get... My old landlady, she's still... Dan, every time I stop at a stoplight, I still think about that breath, but it's so hard, and, and it's really not. If you watch a baby, that's the way we breathe when we're born and, and when we're growing, and then, you know, it's when the traumas start happening that mm-hmm. we catch our breath, and, and then we start the reverse, really. So most people only use about a, the top quarter of their lungs because they're not bringing the breath down enough. So you know. That's right. A lot of ways we can we can um, yeah just give you an opportunity. Just we're here. Yes, we are. So that's wonderful, Dan. I think this is a good start to getting the word out and talking about it. Um, before we close out, I want to say thank you to FATV for our, allowing us to use the space. Yes. It's a tremendous resource to the city of Fitchburg, and we're lucky to have them here in this beautiful podcasting studio. And if you haven't come down to their new location, it is really phenomenal. So highly suggest anyone come down and check it out. Absolutely. It's really cool. Absolutely. And the grant that we were able to, um, we applied for and, and um, we're able to get some funding for this program. Um, you know, that's through the um, In Town Fitchburg and, Yes, thank you for reminding me of that. So the grant funding that's going towards this and other projects that are happening is um, through Mass Development, which is the grantor that uh, in in town Fitchburg is the grantee who gave out these monies through a grant called the Create It, Dream It grant. And it is so cool. And I'm very thankful to in town Fitchburg, Mass Development. Absolutely. And uh, we'll... We'll see what happens. I'm excited for this I summer. Too. I think we'll 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 do some yoga and meet some people and yeah, you know, so, have a little community. And if you know any first responders that are um, they're they're going to be hopefully brought in with the the veterans. The veterans got a new center um, in April, so they're alongside the the 
seniors um, in the senior center. But one thing I want to recognize is that there are three generations of veterans now. Um, you know, we still have some Vietnam vets that are that are out there. My parents' age, and then my age, I was in during the first Gulf War. Mm-hmm. And my son's a veteran as well for the. Um, well, he was in Syria, but um, you know, for the war we've been in for twenty something years. So, um, you know, they're, they're all levels of and ages, and you know, Ellen's going to try to offer some more classes at the senior center as well. Yep. Time, you know, time it's available yeah and um, not all seniors need to do chair yoga mm-hmm. and I think it's about time people start recognizing that that there are some very active seniors and yeah yeah so there's something for everybody so thank you Ellen thanks Dan <laughs>